Hello and welcome to the first episode of The COVID Live. We're going to get started with the story of my co-host Daniel, who got stuck in Mexico and cannot get back to Germany. Has taken him ages to be able to find a flight, but now that finally he did, he's got a terrible and longest flight. Where are you going to be spending your longest leg overnight? I have uh, 22 hours in Toronto Airport, Pearson International. In the transit area, cannot go out, probably. And yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I can tell you, man, that if you go to the, you can go to the lounge and have a few drinks, but most likely all the lounges are going to be closed as they are in Singapore and in New Zealand. But they closed before COVID. But the best way to get drunk is just go to a little store, get a six pack of beer. Beer in Canada is cheap, I believe. It's like $4 a pop. No, but it's never cheap at the airport. Never. I'm going to be paying, I'm going to be paying 10 bucks a pint. Welcome to life around the world, man. It's like going back to the UK or coming to Singapore. Life in a first world country, no? Yeah, yeah. well, you're going from Mexico. Yeah, that's the thing. So Condor owes me money. KLM gave me a voucher. British Airways said they cannot attend my request at the moment because of an overload of work. And Avianca just went bankrupt and they owe me 900 bucks. I believe that even if they go bankrupt, you're entitled for you to get your money though. Because they will go and receive a shit. And it's when they need to start sending the planes and shit. So you're probably not going to get your money tomorrow eh? or in the next year. Or you get it eventually. I hope so. What was the deal with British Airways? They gave you a voucher. Was the voucher for 100% of your flight or 120%? No, only 100. Only 100. I, I know some airlines have been giving you like... We'll give you 20% more if you take the voucher, blah, blah. But no, British, Condor, KLM, just regular. Oh, man, what the fuck are you wearing, man? What the fuck are you wearing? Nah, just, wearing my, just wearing my short shorts. I mean, I, was, I, went, I went running. Well, actually, I went for a walk, but um, I can keep comfortable at hand while working on the podcast and whatnot. I mean, it's a sunny day here in Singapore, 35 degrees. That uh, does not look comfortable at all, man. I thought that you were like saying, oh, no, mama, it's because I got a bottle of wine. Oh, no, no. I, I saw it. It's a Finca Las Moras. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, belongs to a friend of mine. Her dad is the owner of this uh, winery in Mendoza, Argentina. A bottle was about $38.39. And a couple of days ago, I went to the supermarket and they were in special for $12. So I bought 10 12 uh, Singapore dollars. Yes. So that's about $8 US. Eight US, that's like seven euros more or less. Instead of paying like 22 euros. Holy shit, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Because here, the, here La, Finca Las Moras is, I think, 120 pesos, 150 pesos. So like it's eight dollars. Which is like seven euros, six, seven euros, five, six, seven euros. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. And I'll tell you what, yeah. the other thing I did as well, um, because of this COVID thing, we can't fly and the problems that we're talking about. I had all these masks with Singapore Airlines. I just went online again and uh, bought six bottles of nice New Zealand Pinot Noir and a bottle of 18-year uh, old Singleton whiskey for like 22,000 miles. Translates to like $250. Holy shit. But if I was to go to the store here, that would have cost me like 500 bucks. And with 22,000 miles, I cannot even go to Bali. So the best way to use your miles, mate, go online to the Chris Flyer shop or the Chris shop and fucking buy alcohol, mate, because it's so cheap. Uh, yeah, well, in Singapore, maybe. 
In Mexico, it's cheaper to go to the supermarket. Yeah, well, that's true. That's, <laughs> that's the thing I noticed in Mexico last time I was there. At Duty Free, I wanted to buy a bottle of Don Julio 70. No, f- fuck Duty Free. It, it's more expensive at Duty Free than outside. Yes, and I told that to the person. It's like, this is, to the shopkeeper, this is why more expensive art if I just go to the supermarket. And I was like, well, the rent's more expensive here than the supermarket. Yeah. Why didn't you go to the supermarket and buy it there? i like, yeah, you win. You're right. I didn't. So I bought it off of them. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's um, this duty-free thing. I, I don't know. I really don't get it. It's this concept of it's apparently cheap, but it's actually not, kind of. Well, it depends on what country. Depending on the country. Yes. When I was living in Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah. The duty free was great. Every exactly. time I was coming back in, or some of my friends were, I would get them to get me alcohol because the alcohol tax is massive. And um, I like to drink Sailor Jerry's that rum. And back in NZ, a one liter, one liter bottle is about sixty five dollars, maybe seventy. But uh, Auckland duty free or duty free in Australia, you could get three one liter bottles, mix and match, for ninety five dollars. I think it was ridiculously cheap. Same as in Singapore, but Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, wh- wh- while we're at it, uh, Kubi, you're talking about New Zealand, Singapore. What the fuck, man? Where do you actually live? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm a drunk that likes to travel and has a pretty good job, I reckon. <laughs> uh, I live in Singapore currently. Not, not sure how long for. Probably soon enough I'll be living outside in the waters on my new boat. But um, for now, yes, I'm, I'm living here. Hopefully, I don't get deported. <laughs> I mean, we, we never know. <laughs> are, are you a legal Mexican or illegal Mexican? Yeah, that's, uh, that's an answer for another episode. <laughs> Define legal. Define illegal. <laughs> okay, okay. Do I pay taxes? Good answer. I'm supposed to. Have I paid taxes? No, I haven't. Okay. But it's not because I don't want to. It's because there is none. Now, now the, the tax bracket here is pretty small, though. I think I'm paying about 4%. Good for you. Of all my earnings for last year is what I could charge, which compared to Germany where you live, yeah. right? How much taxes do you pay over there? Yeah, about 45%. <laughs> it's 45 altogether. Or do you pay a tax for not drinking enough beer every day? And then they make your tax a bit lower when you get wasted. No, no, it's a health insurance, retirement insurance, kind of uh, unemployment insurance, and all this social security stuff. Okay. Plus tax, all together is about forty-five percent. And that's the reason why I pay four percent. I don't have any social security. And that's just because I don't pay church tax. Because if I paid church tax. Because Germany and Austria are the only two countries in the world that I know of where you pay a church tax to the state. I would pay 9% of my income tax in church tax on top. I thought that was only in Bayern. No, no, no. No, it's all of Germany. Some states charge you 8% of your income tax. Some states charge you 9%. But it's a thing that comes from Hitler times when they started saying, okay, we want to take power of all the churches and stuff. And then the church was like, well, we need money. And they said, okay, then let's just take money from the taxes from people. And it's just a tax in Austria and in Germany. But I'm not sure. Maybe you can Google it, but 
I heard something like that. You know what? I'm, I'm not against that. And I'm going to tell you why. In most developed countries, when people, or actually in most countries, when you belong to any sort of church, you pay a tax. They don't call it a tax, but um, you gave, in Mexico, we call it a limosna, that um, you go to Catholic church and every time they pass, they'll try and people give whatever they can. But in some other religions, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but some Christians in the US or more developed countries, they actually pay the church a percentage of the salary but it's just not done through the government. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I reckon is better to do with the government because at least the government ensures that all the churches are clean and look nice and like they're appealing to the eye when you're walking in the city. Yeah, but the thing is, in Germany, they pay this limosna on top. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's being a bit stupid, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, as our friend Randy, he's always mad because he never goes to church, but officially he's a Catholic. And he pays about, I don't know, say, say 800 bucks a year to the church. And he says he only goes to church for Christmas. So it's his most expensive mass in the year. Why does he become agnostic instead? Because then his mom wouldn't want him anymore. Really? Like, like <laughs> But how's the mom going to know? Well, that's what he the says. The mom is not going to know. You should, ask him, you should ask him at his wedding. Well, the one that got <laughs> cancer for the COVID again. Oh, yeah, they moved it to next year, yeah. Thanks, COVID. And that yeah. wedding was going to be in Poland, right? Yeah, yeah, in the middle of Poland with lots of vodka and dancing. I can't wait to go to a Polish wedding and just, like, finish glasses and break them on the floor and just, like, get the oozies and... Nah, no, you don't do that, man. <sighs> Actually, there's a Polish tradition at the weddings because uh, I went to one. When it's all starting, the bride and the groom they drink a glass of vodka and they throw it behind them to break the glass. And that's supposed to bring good luck for the marriage. What would have happened if they throw the glass behind him and he lands on someone's head and then the nun on the wheelchair? Oh, no, no, no. No, they, they, they do that at the entrance of the place and everybody's standing in front of them and then they throw the glass to the back. Well, then I don't see any fun on that. I remember this one time back in Auckland, was drinking with the boys at a bar in town. I think it was racket. And the bouncer just came to me. I was like, Eugene, you had too much. He was this Masamori guy. So he had too much and he brought me a water. <laughs> and I drank the water and tossed it in the back and just smashed against a wall next to a lot of people. And they got kicked out from that bar for about, <laughs> for about um, a year and a half. And I always tried to come back wearing different disguises like with a hat or like a mustache or a big thing, but he'll always catch me. I'll be like, oh, you can come in here. <laughs> Until we became good friends and I started giving him some of the medicinal as the bribe to come in. Or like, yeah, all right, Eugene, you can come back in. And the good old David's lettuce. But the bouncers in, in New Zealand are not fun, man. Like they are serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one, one took me to put, put him in the hospital once. No, no, but when I went to visit you there, I really felt that bar and pub scene, it's quite serious and like with this free water and check your ID and don't get too drunk and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they keep their people under control kind of. They try to. They try, but people actually get absolutely wasted. And that's what I love. Something I love about New Zealand, the drinking culture, very similar to Australia in the UK. Really? Where you knock off work, hard day off work, head to the pub, 5 p.m., 
had a few pints before you go home to see the missus and like <laughs> cook dinner or not. Like you can see now that New Zealand just opened up, bars are closed, but restaurants are open. So a lot of people are going to all these restaurants and I'm ordering a bowl of fries and then they can drink alcohol. In Mexico City, they have the same thing actually. Mexico City, uh, at a restaurant with no liquor license, you can only get alcohol if you order food as well. So yeah, you can just get a bowl of fries or whatever and um, you can drink. Yeah, but how respected is that in Mexico? Fucking, I'm sure that you give some pesos to someone, they're like, all right, you can drink. Nah, nah no, they're, they're quite serious about that. Me Mexico City is actually, in my opinion, but it's my very humble personal opinion, so don't listen to me if you don't want to. But in my opinion, it's quite progressive in that matter. It's a big city. It has 25, 27, 30 million. Nobody fucking knows how many million people live there. And you have to keep it under control somehow. So it's in that matter, I feel like it's a quite progressive city. So mostly compared with other big cities in Mexico, more to the south, like Puebla or Veracruz or whatever. I feel like Mexico City is... A little further ahead. No, no, I can, I can agree with you. Kind of brings me back to what I'm saying through this Zoom screen right now of you having to hide your bottle of wine inside a thermos so your family can't see you drinking while you are in the room. No, it's not like they cannot see me, but I figure it would be nicer to have it in the thermos than bring up a bottle of wine and then go back down with an empty bottle of wine. I just think it's, it's a great thing that you told your whole family now in the um, in your batch, like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and have a shower. And then you're going to leave the shower pissed as a skunk. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. No, no, no I, I, I said, I'll have a shower and talk to my friend Kubi. So. Oh, good, good, good stuff. They probably know what's happening. Should we should we get um get naked in case yeah. they come inside your room and they see your neck and be like, Daniel, what the fuck are you doing? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, but the, the actually now that you say it, the, the other the second time I used this drinking bottle, uh, which I usually use like for hiking and water and blah blah all the time. The second time I used it for alcohol was in Chile at the um, Torres del Paine National Park. Where, where is that? If you could, um, so, just, just, just going to check it into Google, but if you can explain me. It's quite south of Chile, close to a town called Puerto Natales, uh, Patagonia, basically. And it's beautiful, but we did this uh, hike. It was five days, the W hike, they call it. But we didn't drink any alcohol and we just had like shitty food on the way and we hiked about 25 kilometers a day. So it was quite exhausting and, and beautiful. But after we finished at the welcome center of the national park, they had beers for like three euros, three euro fifty, four euros, something like that. What beer was it? They had it a was, Baltilocas? No, it was a beer called Austral. It's from Punta Arenas in Chile. And um, they had the dark and the lager one. And they were half liters. So after this hike, you just get to the welcome center. It's warm because it was summer. You haven't had any alcohol for a couple of days. You've been hiking, blah, blah, blah. And that beer was amazing. So we finished the first one. And we were like, well, let's get a second one. 
the problem is there's a shuttle bus to drive you back to town every hour. And the bus came when we just got our second beer. So what we did was just pour the beer in the thermos and it worked out well. It was good. But you could have, if you would have scored your beer, you could have tried your thermos as well. Whilst you're on the shuttle bus and you really need to go for a wee, you just wee hot pee on your thermos. And when you go home, you see that the pee is still warm. So you could have tested that thermos that way as well. Because you're only testing it for cold beverages right now. Could have. I prefer it for water and beer. And now for wine. Just trying to think outside the box. To think outside the box. To pee in your thermos. It's empirical research to see if you'll be able to hold my coffee. Because I don't want to go to the shop and spend $6 on a nice coffee and ask the people to put on my thermos. And by the time I get home, that coffee is cold. So pissing on my thermos is a free way to check if it can hold the heat and the warmth. bottle to drink so i know it's not gonna stay warm i just want to ask you something here i i heard you say aluminum um how do you spell aluminum in what language in english a l u m i n i u m aluminum and why do you say aluminum i don't know i can tell that you you learn english in the u.s is that what you learn english mm, i learned english in mexico in school but i've watched a lot of tv shows movies Lots of music, I guess. I don't know. But I never thought of it. Why? Just for the people that don't know, Daniel and I went together to school since we were pretty young. Like, all our life, really. And um, what I remember that when we were at school, I was uh, going on, on a year ahead of us. We have this super hot English teacher, Miss Faith. Faith Adams, yeah. From, uh, <laughs> from the States. Faith Adams. <laughs> she was like 23-year-old, very voluptuous, American teacher. And she, she did get deported from, from Mexico for overstaying her visa, but that's, that's a different story here. Is that the person who taught you how to speak English? No, I didn't have English with her. I had English with um, German teachers. Right. Then then it's quite interesting that you pronounce aluminium as American. Yeah. How do you spell it in New Zealand? So am I. Well, in English, it's not New Zealand. It's just in Queen's English. It's called aluminium. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's just Americans that oh. eat the eyes. You go yeah. aluminium. Good. Those facts about life, you know? Fun facts. Fun facts. Yeah, fucking about fun facts. So I was reading about this pretty sad fact that a lot of breweries in the UK and in Europe have to get rid of the beers, but they can't dump the beers in the sewage because there's laws and regulations. Beers to Mexico, because there's no fucking beer in Mexico anymore. I went to five supermarkets, three mini-marts, and there is no fucking beer in Mexico. The government said that any non-essential activities are prohibited which includes beer brewing. So the two big breweries of the country just stopped brewing beer. And now there's a beer shortage all over the country. They only have some craft beers sometimes and Guinness, but they're three times the price of regular beers. And on the side, who in the right mind would like to drink Guinness from a can? Yeah. That's another good question. Although that's a very fun fact. Nigeria has the second biggest Guinness brewery in the world. Well, the Guinness that is brewed in Nigeria is 8 to 9% <laughs> um, alcohol volume. So it's about three standard drinks per pint. And Nigerians 
think that it's a Nigerian beer. <laughs> I didn't know that Nigeria had a I didn't know that Nigeria had a big Guinness brewery. I can tell the Guinness Nigeria actually opened in 1962 and the brewery is in Lagos. Lagos being the capital of, uh, of Nigeria, of course. And the Guinness that they produce is 6% alcohol. Okay, and the one in Dublin? Um, the normal Guinness um, is 4.2. Oh, oh, I prefer the Nigerian one. Oh, me too, mate. Tell me something now that um, we're talking about all this and having a few beers and whatnot. What's, um, how's the Dublin's letters situation in Mexico at the minute? Um, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, there's also a shortage of that. The wife of a friend contacted me not too long ago, and she was like, hey, man, uh, I can't get any weed, but if I could, it would be super expensive. Do you know anybody who has some, blah, blah? So it seems like there's also a shortage on weed. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, people people can't go and work on the plantations. The good old cartel bosses can't really cross those borders right now, and that's why they're resuming the piracy. Yeah. And they're branching out their business. Yeah, definitely. By the way, I think I I haven't even introduced myself, did I? No, you haven't. You haven't. What a rude person I am. But that's true. But um, I, I thought that you probably just wanted to be hiding behind the bushes so people would recognize your voice. But not oh, yeah. You, not your face or, yeah, or well, by name in case you say something that um, the Mexican government wouldn't like. People might recognize me from other TV shows and movies. By my voice. Like Troy McClare. You remember Troy McClare from The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that you used to make all the ads. Like, you might recognize me for... No, I, 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 did, I did Mo. No, uh, Barney. Sorry, I did Barney and The Simpsons. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no, please, by all means, introduce yourself, right? People want to put a, a face to that voice. Um, well, your friend since... Primary school, Daniel, German-Mexican. Just one second. You need to do better than this, because I know two Daniels that went to school with me that are German-Mexican. <laughs> but I live in the south of Germany, in Bavaria. But what do you do there? If you leave there, oh, yeah. I assume you're working, and now you're in Yautepec because you couldn't leave Mexico because of the COVID-19, I assume? Yeah, I'm actually kind of... Stuck in Mexico, which wasn't planned, but all this COVID shit made me change my travel plans that I had. But I live in English because I work there at a big car manufacturer. I'm curious if uh, anybody who hears this knows which big car company is based in Ingolstadt. I work in procurement. Basically, I buy yeah, the machines for the body shop. Pretty much what I do. I remember when you came to New Zealand and visited me. And every time you say I work in procurement, all the girls would take the knickers off and just ask you for a baby. <laughs> that didn't happen even once, man. That never happened. But they love that you work in procurement. They looked everywhere we went to, everyone looked at you it's like, oh, procurement for a car manufacturing. Whoa, it's super cool. What do you do, Kubi? Oh, it's work here in Auckland for a fintech company. Uh, boring. Nah, that, that's not true, man. That's not true. Oh, I like what I do. I'm happy. And um, yeah, anyways, back to, to the topic. I'm stuck uh, in Mexico, if you want to say it like that, because I got three flights canceled to go back to Europe. So yeah, just enjoying the family, enjoying some 
quality family time and uh yeah that's it that's me oh well mate i recognize perfect and um i guess we should allow all the people to enjoy the day as well they've been hearing our voices too much and um being our first first podcast and episode we you might sound like noise in the ears instead of something enjoyable who sounds like noise in the ears you or me oh most likely me i believe oh uh, yeah 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 I've never done radio before. <laughs> yeah, I guess we knocked this one in the head and um, we'll come back with new stories and new shit next week, eh? Yeah, random shit. Just two friends drinking a little beer or wine because there's no beer in Mexico anymore. Just for the, our listeners to know, what time is in Mexico and what have you drank? 9.20 p.m. Three glasses of red wine. Two tequilas. For digestion only. Yum. And then I just uh, poured myself a bottle of rosé in my thermos, in my bottle. For those of you that don't know Daniel, Dan- Daniel is quite a, um, he's a big man. Like, big meaning he's tall. Some people have told me that I look like uh, this Zach Galifanakis or something like that. The guy from Hangover. Zach Galifanakis. Yes, 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 you do, but, but you're taller than him. And you don't have that drinking belly that he has. And you, Post Malone, yeah, definitely. And you have a tattoo of uh, of an ass on your butt or no, on my side, on my side. And it's not an ass; it's a heart with a thong on it. <laughs> it's an ass with a thong. Anyways, we should let the people go to their shit so I can go have a smoke. If you like our podcast, please subscribe. And yes, I don't really know what to say. It's the first podcast. Just um, wait for the next one. But subscribe to hear us next time. Anything else to say, Daniel? Salud. Pesetas. Y un par de buenas tetas. Mm-hmm.